welcome to Adam's Rib. It is our goal to uplift, encourage, and guide women in becoming the person that God intended for us to be. We believe that Jesus Christ is the Son of God who died for our sins and rose again so that we could have eternal life. We want to guide you in figuring out God's purpose for your life. No subject is off limits here. We are Adam's Rib, and here we go. Hey, I'm Lindsay. And I'm Jessica. And we're on episode 27. 27. <laughs> this episode is about humility, something mm. very important that some of y'all women, and us as well, <laughs> but mm-hmm. all y'all women mm-hmm. need some humility. <laughs> we, need to just, we need to just go ahead and touch right now. Right. So, you know me, I'm just dive right into it. Go for it. Because I think a lot of people have the wrong idea of what humility really is. Mm -hmm. And we tend to think that being humble means that we have to grovel in front of all these other women or think that we're no good and other women are just better. Not the case. Because no. God says that when we are humble, we are free from pride and arrogance. So it's when we know that in our flesh we are inadequate, but yes, we also know that we, that we are in Christ as well. So humility to me is really recognizing that you need God's help, knowing that you can't truly succeed in your own strength. And it's thanking God for your talents, your gifts, and giving him credit for all your accomplishments. Because the Bible describes humility as modesty in an absence of self. So, But the Greek word translates humility in Colossians 3.12, and it literally means lowliness of mind, or basically simple and modest of the mind. So this tells me that humility is a heart attitude and not just an outward demeanor because someone can put on an outward appearance of humility but still have a heart full of pride and arrogance. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So basically what she just said, humility is stop thinking that you're all of that. Why you got to, like, define <laughs> I mean, what I just said. Because that's what it is. Just, do I be too deep? Do, you, do I, like, be too no, deep, Jessica? No, no, That was beautiful. And I loved it. But there are somebody. There's somebody. There's somebody that just needed to hear it. I just, just like way. being I just like being in my word. Can't and nobody say that. it like God. No, no. Can't nobody say it like God. And there are plenty of people who love God that really <laughs> loved what you just said. But there's somebody that don't know God well enough. Oh, so I'm going to break it down for that person. <laughs> Humility means stop thinking you all of that. (laughs) Let me tell you something, darling dear, and I need you to receive this, whomever you are. You were not created to walk around here thinking that you, yo, ish don't stink. You were not created to walk around here thinking that you were better than the next man and woman. You were not created to demean others because of your, to glorify yourself. That's not why we were created. And as women, we struggle with humility, I feel like, more than anybody else. I feel like we struggle with humility more than men because we have all these additional things to, like, boost our, our confidence and our egos. We have the hair. We have the clothes. We have heels and accessories. And now you can get your makeup, your face beat by the baddest makeup artist in the city. And, like, we have all these additional ad- or these additives to make us feel so bomb right and that's awesome you can be beautiful but still practice humility i don't think i'm an ugly person by no stretch of the imagination but there's nothing that there's no way that i'm not gonna ever take a moment where i'm not gonna humble myself and tell god 
thank you for this. Thank you for beauty. Thank mm-hmm. you for thank you, God, for allowing me to be something to be attractive. I mean, as crazy as that sounds, but I would rather tell God, thank you for being attractive than run around here thinking that I'm all of that right. because I'm cute. No. Because your face could be burnt up tomorrow. I'm saying, feel I mean, attractive. and then so, exactly something can happen tomorrow and the can mangle everything I got going on. And then what? Because you ain't even all that right now, Jess. So, I, I mean, mean, I'm just playing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. Get some humility in your life. <laughs> Humble yourself, child. Humble yourself. But really, godly humility is being comfortable with who you are in Christ. Yes. Which therefore leads to putting others first. And mm-hmm. as women, we don't. I don't feel like we do that enough. We no, just don't. We don't. So the picture that's painted in the Bible of humility is going to be that of a strong woman who loves others and isn't necessarily a wimp, like how I think the world portrays it. Yeah. I think because just because we show love or compassion or, you know, aren't self-righteous of ourselves, we're just kind of being a punk, especially with guys. Maybe not so much with women because it's just innate for us to maybe be compassionate in love. Maybe this, that's just a guy thing. Like, no, oh, you, I you think a sucker. The, I think it's <laughs> I really do. I think it's with women, too. I think that women, unfortunately, and yes, y'all know I'm always referencing to reality TV, but it's because it becomes so relevant for whatever reason, and so many women literally model themselves after these role models, as they like to call them. They're not really role models. (laughs) Just saying. I love Um, you, Kim. (laughs) But... The problem is now we as women, because we see these we see these women like fighting and we see these women like tearing down each other and, and, and sabotaging one another. That has become like this new it's like become the new trend. And so now when you run into a woman who is humble and does, mm-hmm. you know, say thank you and ask politely and uses manners and, you know, doesn't doesn't glorify herself, but rather glorify God. Yes. Women start looking at women like that differently and start mm-hmm. throwing shade and and talking about them and saying that they're weak and that they're wimpish. Mm-hmm. But let's be very clear. You're sitting here listening to two women right now that are very humble, but there ain't nothing wimpy about either one of us. Right. Try that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Just thought I need to throw that out there one time. And I think um, that there's women really now like, okay, they say I'm not a huge Taylor Swift fan, but they say that she's the most sweetest, most humblest person on earth. I've heard Taylor that is so popular, got all this money, but she's not posting all these, you know, random self righteous selfies like some of these other women out here. Mm-hmm. You know, she gives of her heart, she gives money, she gives her time. Same with Oprah. I think Oprah mm-hmm. is another huge example mm-hmm. of a woman that's very humble. Mm-hmm. And like, I think in every worldly right, they could probably not be humble in the worldly right if right. they really didn't want right. to be. If they didn't want to be, but they are. And I think that's why God has blessed them so much because of their humble spirit. Mm-hmm. And the Bible states that if we take pride and exalt ourselves, then we place ourselves in opposition to God, who, of course, in his grace, of course, but for our own good, humble us. Mm-hmm. And I don't need, think I need to break down what that's going to mean. Because right, right. <laughs> God will humble you quickly, and I don't mm-hmm. think you're going to like that situation. That, and so, but if we just humble ourselves, then God gives us more, more grace and exalts us. In mm-hmm. Luke 14, it says that all who lift themselves up will be brought low and those who make themselves low will be lifted up. Mm-hmm. So you ever hear people talking about, you know, you know, I'm, I'm going to humble you or God's going to humble you real fast. I don't think you even want to know what that's going to look like. I don't personally. Well, I do. <laughs> I, I know. <laughs> oh. 
I mean, I feel like we've probably all gotten like a, a taste of it. Oh no, honey. But like, y'all okay, for example, so Jonah and the whale. That's a prime example right. of Jonah having to be humble. Prime mm-hmm. example. Read that story. Yes, Jonah. The whole book. It's very short. Well, I almost said the whale. The big fish. Excuse me. <laughs> no, like Lindsay said, we all have gotten a taste. No, I, I, I've gotten a few spoonfuls, <laughs> like big old, like the mixing spoon. Woo! You know, God had to serve me up a few times because, I, again, this is another one of those uh, subjects that I'm pretty passionate about because I've been on the other side of this. And so I know what it's like to be cocky. I know what it's like to be conceited. I know what it's like to try to. To trump other Maybe people. that's why we weren't like as close during those periods. <laughs> no, honestly. I really don't I, know. Okay, okay, we'll just give you a little I'm sorry, Jessica. No, you're fine. We'll give you backs for me and Jessica's relationship. Me and Grace, we Jessica have been knowing each other since birth. Yeah. Like I'm literally just a one year and a month older than Jessica. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> literally. And so our parents was knowing each other. We just kinda grew up with each other. But for some reason I feel like there we was just a time. Trips. Yeah, family vacations and everything. I feel like at one point in time, there was a time when me and Jessica just kind of fell off. Nothing bad happened. Right, we just distant. Yeah, we just, I don't know. I don't know what happened. But maybe it was because of of the periods that we were just having in our own lives. Mm -hmm. You know, because it was kind of like high school and really the majority of college, really. Yeah. We just kind of fell off. Yeah. I mean, and I was like, for me, it was was like a combination of a few struggles. It was, we spoke about, um, we spoke about, um not feeling good enough in a, pre- in a couple of previous episodes. And I was struggling with that. And then once I started feeling like I was good enough, I started feeling a little too good. So mm-hmm. then I started struggling with what we're speaking of now, humility. I had none. I didn't know how to operate in humility. I mean, it was so bad. Like, she used the word modest. I wasn't modest by any stretch of the imagination. My mouth was what got me in a lot of trouble too like there was no modesty that came out of my mouth I would literally dog people in church on Twitter like I would <laughs> I mean like it was just bad it was really really bad and you know and God had to knock me down a few times and I mean like a few times they were some hard knockdowns mm-hmm. but they were necessary and Lindsay said it best you really don't if you don't if you haven't had that moment yet you don't really want to experience it Trust me when I say I am not saying that because I just know what God is capable of. I'm saying that because I know what God is capable of because he did it to me. Mm -hmm. It's real. Like, you really don't want to go there. (laughs) You just don't want to, you know, that's 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 water. That's territory. You don't want to have to touch if you ain't if you ain't there yet. Yeah. I want to talk about what humility looks like when it's in action, because I feel like. If we understand the power of humility and how it can, it can be used, I think it will benefit a lot of people. Mm-hmm. So we can literally diffuse an argument when we are humble. I feel like as women, we always want to tend to be right, right. and self-righteous mm-hmm. instead of being humble mm-hmm. and asking God's and seeking God's truth to deal with disagreements. Mm-hmm. In Proverbs, it says, a gentle answer turns away wrath, but a harsh word stirs up anger. Mm-hmm. You can handle unfair treatment peacefully when you are humble. Secondly, you can respond to any type of unfair treatment without becoming upset or bitter because God humility means that you do not feel a need for vengeance or revenge. And in Ephesians, it said to get rid of all bitterness, rage and anger, brawling and slander, along with every form of malice. Be kind and compassionate to one another, forgiving each other just as Christ forgave you. Thirdly, 
you don't have to put on a, a false front when you're humble. You know, you don't have to be perpetrating out here when right. you're humble. Yeah. When you understand God and humility, you don't need to act like a big shot. So mm-hmm. the better you know God, the less you have to prove. <clears throat> yeah. And then fourth, you can eat humble pie without being crushed when you are humble. So when you are humble, you can respond to and learn from criticism without becoming defensive. Mm-hmm. So whether it's deserved or not deserved. But on the flip side, you can be aware of your failures without being emotionally devastated by it, too. Right. And fifth... You can ask for forgiveness when you are humble. So even if you think you are the only 1% that's wrong, you can easily apologize for what you did that was wrong. And Matthew, it says, therefore, if you are offering your gift as the altar and there remember that your brother has something against you, leave your gift there in front of the altar. First go and be reconciled to your brother, then come and offer your gift. And then lastly, you can talk with the right attitude when you're humble as well. You can talk courteously, lovingly, regardless of the situation. So even if you need to be firm or take strong on action, and then also in Ephesians it says to do not let any unwholesome talk come out of your mouth, but only what is helpful for building others up according to their needs, that it may benefit those who listen. So I just thought we need to see what humbleness looks like in action. Right, absolutely. Um, One thing. I don't know which point it was, which number it was. But um, one of the things that she said basically goes hand-in-hand with just being honest with yourself. Oh, not putting on the front? No, not that, that one. one. Oh, okay. No, not that one. <laughs> it was one, whichever one about it's okay, like, to accept being wronged. Oh, okay. That yeah. one. That one is, that comes kind of, that one to me kind of goes hand-in-hand yeah. with just having a level of honesty with yourself. To be humble, you have to accept sometimes that you will be wrong. That's hard for most. It's hard for me because I am one of those people that most of the time believe she's right. Um, but, you know, I'm not always right. That's that's just the reality. Reality is I'm not always right. And, you know, I, I'm a debater by, at heart. Um, my nature is to debate people. But, you know, there's sometimes where I just have to accept defeat. And practicing humility means that it's okay that I'm, I, I didn't win this round. It's okay that I was wrong this time. And I'm sorry, you know what I mean? Practicing humility means that you can apologize with no malice, I think. And you said mm-hmm. that. That's something that a lot of people have to understand. Well, the Bible said it. The, the Bible, the Bible said, said it. <laughs> Thank you for the clarity. The Bible said that. Not Lindsay. But, um, you know, people have to also, when she spoke about, um, basically she spoke about not showing off. And here, so, example few people I used to go to high school with. I'm friends with them on Facebook. And let me tell you something. They post more pictures of stacks of cash, flashy cars. I mean, this is all stuff they own, they have. I mean, I think, I hope y'all own it. <laughs> the way y'all own a book with it, you better own it. It better be your name on the title. I'm just saying. <laughs> um, but, I mean, they post these pictures of the cars they have, the clothes, the, the designer labels, the stacks of money, and and they always posting statuses about getting money and blah, blah, blah. That Get is not, money. Here she go. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. She is a fag on the love. Don't sleep on Lindsay. <laughs> but, you know, that's not humility. When you're bragging about all the things that you have and tr- basically almost trying to make a person feel less than because of what you have, that's not humility. I mean, it's cool if you have all the designer, this, that, and the third. You know, I look at a lot of 
very wealthy people. And I really feel like, I mean, you mentioned Oprah and Taylor Swift, but I mean, even people that are like, I mean, like a Bill Gates. Mm -hmm. Bill Gates, I heard, shops at Walmart. Yeah, I heard that too. I heard he drives a minivan. We used to drive a minivan because he had like a bunch of kids or something. Yeah. (laughs) Here we have Bill Gates. Not to say that you can't have nice things and still be humble. Right. No, and I'm not saying that at all. Let's be very clear because when when my time comes, of course I'm going to have a Range Rover. (laughs) But that's, but I'm not going to be blasting it all in your face and putting it all in, like making you eat it. Because you don't have it. But I use Bill Gates as an example because this man has all the money in the world. He has all, I mean, he's rich, rich. Like, Mm -hmm. one of the richest people. He's a billionaire. Yeah, in the world. And, I mean, if this man can be humble enough to still shop at Walmart, you with your Camaros and your this and your that and your LA's. I know, I mean, like, for real. That's the thing, too. People be being like Priuses. Right! Here's my thing, too, people. (laughs) If you gon' brag, <laughs> at least brag about something that common people can't have. That the one percent only owns. Right. <laughs> you bragging about a Camaro? Do you understand that if I really want a Camaro, I can get one too? <laughs> like you, at least brag about something that anyway. We can't right. <laughs> but no, I'm sorry. Tangent. Sorry, we're girls. That's what we do. But no, seriously. Like just being humble means just to calm yourself down a little bit and understand that. It's 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 literally act, acting with a with that attitude of gratitude. I say that all the time. It's you have to practice that attitude and be grateful instead of bragging and showing off or or always just commanding to be right. Sometimes you just have to like lower yourself down, and it doesn't mean you're demeaning yourself, but you just have to be open to the fact that you don't always have it. Yeah. And I want us to recognize that when we come to Jesus as the sinners that we are, we have to come in humility mm-hmm. because we have to recognize our lack of grace, merit, mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. that we talked about in a previous episode, and our complete inability to save ourselves. Like, you better be humble when you come into God. I think a lot mm-hmm. of Christians, especially a lot of women, you know, I don't need God for this. I don't need God for that. Okay. Right. <laughs> mm-hmm. don't be, and I feel like that, and that is when a humbling experience comes. We should not have to go to God at our lowest, deepest moments. God should already been included in every walk and every decision that you was trying to make, bound to make, and, and, and everything. And we should not just be going to God when we are crushed down and in that humble state. Because that's how you get humble real quick. Mm-hmm. And so then when we're offered the grace and mercy of God, we accept it in humble gratitude. And we need to commit our lives to him and to others. In Second Corinthians, it says that we die to self so that we can live as new creatures as new creations in Christ. Mm -hmm. So our humility is not only necessary to enter the kingdom, but it's also necessary to be great in his kingdom. So here on earth, Jesus is our model. So just as he did not come to be served, but to serve. So we have to commit ourselves in serving others as well. Mm -hmm. And also considering others better than we consider ourselves. So the truly humble does not defend himself when they're going to be falsely accused or if they're going to be unjustly treated. He defends the truth, but not on his own ego or reputation. Jesus wasn't ashamed to be humble and to be humble himself as a servant. Mm -hmm. So in his humility, he was always going to be obedient. And so should we. And so should we be humble and Christians being willing to put aside all of our selfishness and submit to the obedience to God and his word. Because true humility produces godliness, contentment, and security. Yeah, yeah. I love that. You know, I'm 
pretty much done on my end of this. <laughs> like, I'm just gonna say again, humility means you ain't all that. Okay? <laughs> well, I'll wrap it up with this. <laughs> we can enjoy the power in humility because I feel like we usually will be more successful when we practice what the Bible says about God and humility than if we are pushy or or if we're arrogant. Mm -hmm. So if we're humble, we're most likely going to have more influence than we are if we fight abrasively. I feel like the most influential people on this planet are the most humble. So if we don't achieve the results that we've hoped for, we have to still have the joy and pleasure of having acted in a godly manner. Mm -hmm. So when we understand that the meaning of humility in the Bible and put it into practice and then we're going to be winners even if we don't win, so to speak. Because yes. we still practice that humility and that compassion, that godliness, and that mm-hmm. godly manner. Yeah. So, I episode 27. God honors humility. Shaba. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this has been episode 27 on humility. Check us next week. It'll yes, be awesome. Yes. Holla. Peace out.